Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is the Wikipedia page for Unreliable Narrator. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW. And I'm Victor Vernado, KSN, reminding you all to subscribe. As we all know, the bottom half of my body is a penguin body. That's very true. Um, And you should subscribe so that you can learn other cool facts while we read. Unreliable Narrator. An unreliable narrator is a narrator whose credibility is compromised. They can be found in fiction and film and range from children to mature characters. The term was coined in 1961 by Wayne C. Booth in The Rhetoric of Fiction. While unreliable narrators are almost by definition first-person narrators, arguments have been made for the existence of unreliable second- and third-person narrators especially within the context of film and television, and sometimes also in literature. Sometimes, the narrator's unreliability is made immediately evident. For instance, a story may open with the narrator making a plainly false or delusional claim, or admitting to being severely mentally ill, or the story itself may have a frame in which the narrator appears as a character, with clues to the character's unreliability. A more dramatic use of the device delays the revelation until near the story's end. In some cases, the reader discovers that in the foregoing narrative, the narrator had concealed or greatly misrepresented vital pieces of information, 
Such a twist ending forces readers to reconsider their point of view and experience of the story. In some cases, the narrator's unreliability is never fully revealed but only hinted at, leaving readers to wonder how much the narrator should be trusted and how the story should be interpreted. So, like, if a story is told through the point of view of a worm, would that be considered unreliable? No. Overview. Classification. Attempts have been made at a classification of unreliable narrators. William Riggin analyzed in a 1981 study discernible types of unreliable narrators, focusing on the first-person narrator as this is the most common kind of unreliable narration. Adapted from his findings is the following list. The Picaro, a narrator who is characterized by exaggeration and bragging, the first example probably being the soldier in Platus's comedy, Miles Gloriosus. Examples in more recent literature are Mole Flanders, Simplicismus, or Felix Kroll. The Madman. A narrator who is either only experiencing mental defense mechanisms such as post-traumatic dissociation and self-alienation, or severe mental illness such as schizophrenia or paranoia. Examples include Das Cabinet de Dr. Caligari, Franz Kafka's self-alienating narrators, noir fiction, and hard-boiled fiction's tough, cynical narrator who unreliably describes his own emotions Barbara Kovit in Notes on a Scandal, Charles Kinboat in Pale Fire, the unnamed protagonist of Edgar Allan Poe's The Telltale Heart, and Patrick Bateman in American Psycho. The Clown. A narrator who does not take narration seriously and consciously plays with conventions, truth, and the reader's expectations, examples of the type include Tristam Shandy and Brass Cubus. The naïve, a narrator whose perception or worldview is immature or limited through their point of view. Examples of naïves include Huckleberry Finn, Arthur Lestrange, Holden Caulfield, and Forrest Gump. Interesting. I didn't even think about the naïve as a... That's, that is an unreliable narrator because yeah. they just don't understand. The liar, a mature narrator of sound cognition who deliberately misrepresents themselves often to obscure their unseemly or discreditable past conduct. John Dowell in Ford Maddox Ford's The Good Soldier exemplifies this kind of narrator. It remains a matter of debate whether and how a non-first-person narrator can be unreliable, though the deliberate restriction of information to the audience can provide instances of unreliable narrative, even if not necessarily of an unreliable narrator. For example, in the three interweaving plays of Alan Akeburn's The Norman Conquests, each confines the action to one of three locations during the course of a weekend. Kathleen Wall argues that in The Remains of the Day, for the unreliability of the main character, Mr. Stevens, as a narrator to work, we need to believe that he describes events reliably while interpreting them in an unreliable way. Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this message while you try and figure out if the narrator of the ad is reliable or unreliable. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Thank you for listening to that message. Now let's get back to some unreliable definitions and theoretical approaches. I see what you did there. Definitions and theoretical approaches. Wayne C. Booth was among the first critics to formulate a reader-centered approach to unreliable narration and to distinguish between a reliable and unreliable narrator on the grounds of whether the narrator's speech violates or conforms with general norms and values. He writes... I have called a narrator reliable when he speaks for or acts in accordance with the norms of the work, which is to say the implied author's norms. Unreliable when he does not. Peter J. Rabinowitz criticized Booth's definition for relying too much on facts external to the narrative, such as norms and ethics, which must necessarily be tainted by personal opinion. He consequently modified the approach to unreliable narration. There are unreliable narrators, C.F. Booth, An unreliable narrator, however, is not simply a narrator who does not tell the truth. What fictional narrator ever tells the literal truth? Rather, an unreliable narrator is one who tells lies, conceals information, misjudges with respect to the narrative audience. That is one whose statements are untrue not by the standards of the real world or of the authorial audience, but by the standards of his own narrative audience. In other words, all fictional narrators are false in that they are imitations. But some are imitations who tell the truth. Some of people who lie. Rabinowitz's main focus is the status of fictional discourse in opposition to factuality. He debates the issues of truth in fiction bringing forward four types of audience who serve as receptors of any given literary work. 1. Actual audience equals the flesh-and-blood people who read the book. 2. Authorial audience equals hypothetical audience to whom the author addresses his text. 3. Narrative audience equals imitation audience which also possesses particular knowledge. 4. Ideal narrative audience equals uncritical audience who accepts what the narrator is saying. Rabinowitz suggested that, quote, In the proper reading of a novel... Then events which are portrayed must be treated as both true and untrue at the same time. Although there are many ways to understand this duality, I propose to analyze the four audiences which it generates. Similarly, Tamar Jacobi has proposed a model of five criteria integrating mechanisms which determine if a narrator is unreliable. 
Instead of relying on the device of the implied author and a text-centered analysis of unreliable narration, Ansgar Neuming gives evidence that narrative unreliability can be reconceptualized in the context of frame theory and of readers' cognitive strategies. Quote, To determine a narrator's unreliability, one need not rely merely on intuitive judgments. It is neither the reader's intuitions nor the implied author's norms and values that provide the clue to a narrator's unreliability, but a broad range of definable signals. These include both textual data and the reader's pre-existing conceptual knowledge of the world. In sum, whether a narrator is called unreliable or not does not depend on the distance between the norms and values of the narrator and those of the implied author, but between the distance that separates the narrator's view of the world from the reader's world model and standards of normality. Unreliable narration in this view becomes purely a reader's strategy of making sense of a text, i.e. of reconciling discrepancies in the narrator's account, CF signals of unreliable narration. Nooning thus effectively eliminates the reliance on value judgments and moral codes, which are always tainted by personal outlook and taste. Greta Olson recently debated both Nooning's and Boost models, revealing discrepancies in their respective views. Booth's text-imminent model of narrator unreliability has been criticized by Ansgar Nooning for disregarding the reader's role in the perception of reliability and for relying on the insufficiently defined concept of the implied author. Nooning updates Booth's work with a cognitive theory of unreliability that rests on the reader's values and her sense that a discrepancy exists between the narrator's statements and perceptions and other information given by the text and offers an update of Booth's model by making his implicit differentiation between fallible and untrustworthy narrators explicit. Olson then argues that these two types of narrators elicit different responses in readers and are best described using scales for fallibility and untrustworthiness. She proffers that all fictional texts that employ the device of unreliability can best be considered along a spectrum of fallibility that begins with trustworthiness and ends with unreliability. This model allows for all shades of gray in between the poles of trustworthiness and unreliability. It is consequently up to each individual reader to determine the credibility of a narrator in a fictional text. Signals of Unreliable Narration Whichever definition of unreliability one follows, there are a number of signs that constitute or at least hint at a narrator's unreliability. Nooning has suggested to divide these signals into three broad categories. Intratextual signs, such as the narrator contradicting her or himself having gaps in memory or lying to other characters. Extratextual signs, such as contradicting the reader's general world knowledge or impossibilities within the parameters of logic. Reader's literary competence. This includes the reader's knowledge about literary types, e.g. stock characters that reappear over centuries, knowledge about literary genres and its conventions, or stylistic devices. Gotta say, I liked a lot of it, but the signals of unreliable narration was not a fun place to end. It wasn't as fun as a lot of the rest of it. I agree with that. My favorite is the list of different types of unreliable narrators. What's your favorite one? My favorite what? Type of unreliable narrator. Oh, I don't know. I like them all. 
That's fair. This has been the Wikipedia page for Unreliable Narrator. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. Check us out on YouTube for more content. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your reliability. If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, let us know. We'll read it. 